0: What's in a name? A lot, apparently, if the last two days in Chennai are any indication. Good morning and welcome to The Print AM, our morning podcast on the big news story of the day. I am Obuntika Ghosh, Senior Associate Editor with The Print, and today we talk about the political storm that Tamil Nadu is going through over its name. Is it really Tamil country, as a literal translation of those two words is sometimes written, or merely the abode of the Tamils? This is now the subject of an intense political discussion in the state with the assembly witnessing a furore and Governor Arun Ravi refusing to read some sections of his speech, even walking out of the legislature. The controversy was triggered by Governor Arun Ravi's suggestion that the state of Tamil Nadu should realistically be called Tamilagam. Tamil Nadu originally means Tamil land, now also read as Tamil country. Tamilagam, on the other hand, means the abode or land of the Tamil people and was the name of the ancient Tamil country. At a program in Rajbhavan on 4th January, when Governor Ravi had claimed that a different kind of narrative had been created in Tamil Nadu, he had said, and I quote, everything applicable for the whole of the country, Tamil Nadu will say no. It has become a habit. So many. Theses have been written, all false and poor fiction. This must be broken. Truth must prevail. Tamilagam is a more appropriate word to call it. The rest of the country suffered a lot of devastation at the hands of foreigners for a long time. End quote. Although the remarks have been condemned by Dravidian parties such as the DMK and the AIA DMK, the state Bhartiya Janta Party unit has come out in support of it. Opposing the governor's suggestion, DMK MP Kanimori has said that the name of the state is connected to the Tamil language, tradition, politics and life itself. At the centre of the debate is the reading or misreading, as some would say, of the word NADU. Tamil Nadu literally translates into the Tamil land. NADU means land, not nation. But a misreading of the word and the complexities of translation has meant that the word now also reads as country. On the other hand, Tamilagam, also spelt as Tamilakam, means the abode of the Tamil people. Defined in the Sangam literature as the area south of present-day Chennai, Tamilakam or the ancient Tamil country includes the states of Tamil Nadu, Kerala and Puducherry. Communist Party of India General Secretary D. Raja, who is from the state, said Governor Ravi wasn't from the state and that he didn't understand its history. Born in 1941 in the erstwhile state of Madras, Raja told me how demands for a name change kept coming up periodically till the DMK under C.N. Annadurai came to power in 1967. He said, and I quote, When I was a schoolboy, or even in college, it was called Madras. Demands had occasionally been made for a renaming, including one of our own leaders, P. Jivandam. But it was after DMK came to power and when Anadurai was the same, that the state assembly passed the legislation for renaming the state. End quote. Explaining why Tamil Nadu can't be called Tamilagam, Raja pointed out that Tamil is spoken not just in the state, but also neighbouring countries like Sri Lanka. In addition, it's actually one of the official languages in Singapore. He said, and I again quote, it is widely spoken in Malaysia and even in parts of Vietnam. End quote. The reverberations of the name controversy were heard in the State Assembly loud and clear on Monday. Slogans from the opposition rent the air as Ravi began his address. The chaos escalated after Ravi skipped some sections of his speech which had reference to Dravidar Kazagam founder Periyar, father of the Indian constitution, B.R. Ambedkar, former Chief Ministers K. Kamaraj and C. N. Nadurai. As Chief Minister M.K. Stalin asked for the original speech prepared by the government to be retained, Ravi walked out of the State Assembly. Sources close to him told the print that the governor had received the final speech from the state government on 5th of January and had stated his objections to it on 7th January. The parts that were left out were done so for a reason, the sources said, adding that the parts that the governor had left out were mostly praises of the state government and not really factual details. For example, one offending section rate, and I quote, The government will continue to march in valor and vigor the Dravidian model of government. Sources said it was left out because it was felt that it was for the CM to praise the Dravidian model, not the executive head of state. Sources in Tamil Nadu Raj Bhavan told the print that what had happened in the Assembly on Monday shows that the Speaker couldn't act independently. The source said, and I quote, The Speaker was a mere spectator when members of the Assembly kid out the Governor and raise slogans. When the Governor's and Speaker's speech, the national anthem has to be played, and the session has to be prorogued. The CM's speech was not part of the convention and rules. Changing the speech of the executive head of state is a matter of serious discussion by legal experts, the source said, end quote. DMK MP Teruchi Seva told the print that in practice, the governor's address is meant to be a readout of the policies of the state government. How can he refuse to read a part of the speech after he had approved it? This does not behove the democratic traditions of India and nor does it speak well of the moral aptitude of the governor, he said. The journey from Madras to Tamil Nadu was long. The demand for the renaming of Madras had been raised many times in the assembly, but it took an Anadurai to point out that renaming Tamil Nadu would not smash Indian nationalism, CPI's Raja said. In the 1960s, when CPI's Bhupesh Gupta moved a bill in parliament to change the name of the state, he was supported by Anna Durai even as some members, including those from the Congress, cited historical reasons to oppose the move. The name change finally came through on 14 January 1969, months before the death of Anna Durai, who became the last Chief Minister of the state of Madras and the first CM of the state of Tamil Nadu. That is all we have time for today. Do remember to log on to The Prince podcast where we bring you detailed news and unbiased analysis every day. This is Obuntika Ghosh signing off for now. Do not forget to share, like and subscribe to The Print.